If you had to pick an animal in the forest to help you and to protect you, what animal do you think you would choose and why? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. I wonder how you answered my question. It's hard to say which animal would protect a human child, isn't it? Well, today's story is a Native American Indian story about a mother, Bear, who finds a little boy abandoned in the forest. And so she takes him home to her house and raises him along with her two bear cubs. But when the bear hunters come close, she must find another way to protect him. Let's see how that goes. Before we begin, a big thanks to all of our listeners who have been taking the time to rate, review and share this podcast with others. Thank you. And for those of you who have not yet had the time to do so, please take a moment now to rate, review and share this podcast with others. Thank you. Now, let's take a journey with... Why the Eagle Defends Americans Many, many moons before the white man came, a little Indian boy was left all alone in the woods. It was back in the days when animals and men understood each other better than they do now. An old mother bear found the little Indian boy. She felt very sorry for him, and she told the boy not to cry, for she would take him home with her. She had a nice wigwam in the hollow of a big tree. Old Mother Bear had two cubs of her own, but she had a place between her great paws for a third. So she took the little papoose, and she hugged him warm and close, She fed him as she did her own little cubs. Over time, the boy grew strong. He was very happy with his adopted mother and brothers. They had a warm lodge in the hollow of the great tree. As they grew older, Mother Bear found for them all the honey and nuts that they could eat. From sunrise to sunset, the little Indian boy played with his cub brothers. He did not know that he was different from them. He thought he was a little bear too. All day long, the boy and the little bears played and had a wonderful time. They rolled and tumbled and wrestled in the forest leaves. They chased one another up and down the bear tree. Sometimes they had a matched game of hug, for every little bear must learn to hug and the one who could hug the longest and the tightest won the game. Old Mother Bear watched her three dear children at their play. She would have been content and happy, but for one thing, she was afraid some harm would come to the boy. Never could she quite forget the bear hunters. Several times they had smelled her tree, the wind had thrown them off the trail. Once from her bare tree window she had thrown out rabbit hairs as she saw them coming. 
the wind had blown the rabbit hairs toward the hunters. As they fell near the hunters, they had suddenly changed into rabbits, and the hunters had given chase. Another time, Mother Bear tossed some partridge feathers to the wind as the hunters drew near her tree. A flock of partridges went whirring into the woods with a great noise, and the hunters ran after them. But on this day, Mother Bear's heart was heavy. She knew now the big bear hunters were coming. No rabbits or partridges could lead these hunters from the bear trail, for they had dogs with four eyes. Foxhounds have a yellow spot over each eye, which makes them seem double-eyed. And these dogs were never known to miss a bear tree. Sooner or later, they would smell it. Mother Bear thought she might be able to save herself and her cubs. But what would become of the boy? She loved him too well to let the bear hunters kill him. Just then, the porcupine, the chief of the animals, passed by the bear tree. Mother Bear saw him. She put her head out the bear tree window and called to him. He came and sat under the bear tree window and listened to Mother Bear's story of her fears for the boy. When she had finished, Chief Porcupine said he would call a special council, a special meeting of the animals, and see if they could not figure out a way how to save the boy. Now the chief had a big voice. As soon as he raised his voice, even the animals away on the longest trails heard him. They ran at once and gathered under the council tree. There was a loud roar and a great flapping of wings, for the birds came too. Chief Porcupine told them about the fears of Mother Bear and of the danger to the boy. Now, said the chief, which one of you will take the boy and save him from the bear hunters? It happened that some animals were present that were jealous of man. These animals had held more than one secret council to plan how they could do away with man. They said he was becoming too powerful. He knew all they knew, and more. The beaver did not like man because men could build better houses than he. The fox said that man had stolen his cunning and could now outwit him. The wolf and the panther objected to man because he could conceal himself and spring without warning. The raccoon said that man was more daring and could climb higher than he. The deer complained that man could outrun him. So, when Chief Porcupine asked who would take the boy and care for him, each of these animals in turn said that he would gladly do so. Mother Bear sat by and listened as each offered to take care of the boy. She did not say anything, but she was thinking hard for a bear. At last she spoke. To the beaver, she said, You cannot take the boy. You will drown him on the way to your lodge. To the fox, she said, 
You cannot take him. You would teach him to cheat and steal while pretending to be a friend. Neither can the wolf or the panther have him, for they are counting on having something good to eat. You, dear, lost your upper teeth for eating human flesh. And you too, you have no home. You are a tramp. And you, raccoon, I cannot trust, for you would coax him to climb so high that he would fall and die. No, none of you can have the boy. Now a great bird that lives in the sky had flown into the council tree while the animals were speaking, but they had not seen him. When Mother Bear had spoken, this wise old eagle flew down and said, Give the boy to me, Mother Bear. No bird is so swift and strong as the eagle. I will protect him on my great wings I will bear him far away from the bear hunters. I will take him to the wigwam of an Indian friend, where a little Indian boy is wanted. Mother Bear looked into the eagle's keen eyes. She saw that he could see far. Then she said, Take him, eagle. I trust him to you. I know you will protect the boy. The eagle spread wide his great wings. Mother Bear placed the boy on his back, and away they soared, far from the meeting in the woods. The eagle left the boy as he had promised, at the door of a wigwam, where a little Indian boy was wanted. This was the first young American to be saved by an American eagle. The boy grew to be a noble chief and a great hunter. No hunter could hit a bear trail so soon as he, for he knew just where and how to find the bear trees. But never was he known to cut down a bear tree or to kill a bear. However, Many were the wolf, panther, and deerskins that hung in his lodge. The hunter's wife sat and made warm coats from the fox and beaver skins which the hunter father brought in from the chase. But never was the hunter, or his wife, or his children ever seen to wear a bear skin coat. For somewhere deep Deep down, in the place where wisdom grows, they knew they owed their lives to the kindness and compassion of a mother bear. Well, that mother bear was certainly very kind and compassionate to our little Indian friend, wasn't she? Now, 
If this story painted some images in your mind and in your imagination, which I'm sure it did, we'd love to see your drawings. Please get busy drawing. Send them to us at www.journeywithstory.com and we'll give a shout out to all of you who send a drawing for this wonderful story, Why the Eagle Protects Americans. And remember, if you want to download some colouring sheets to accompany our stories, you can get them on our website at www.journeywithstory.com. And what do you think this story's souvenir was? A little glimmer of truth about what it means to be human and walk in this world. Maybe you could have a discussion about that tonight with your mum or dad or your brothers or your sisters. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.